Hi guys and welcome to Conversation of Change, the podcast that celebrates social entrepreneurs who are creating inspiring and impactful work. I'm Karen, your host from Make the Change, a social enterprise in Singapore that offers learning programs to tertiary students and persons with disabilities. We also provide creative services to businesses and we help corporations achieve their CSR goals. So today, we have two very special guests joining us. We have David Bensedin, who's the Managing Director of We Are Caring. They're a platform that implements a debt-free recruitment model to enable ethical hiring for all migrant workers. And we also have Chris Marchand, the CEO of Vitasoy International Singapore, and they're one of Asia-Pacific's leading plant-based food and beverage producers. And they have also recently achieved B Corp certification. So it's really an honor to have you both with us today. David and Chris, welcome to the show. Hi, Karen. Thank you very much for the invitation. Likewise. Hi, Karen. Nice to meet you and David. Thank you for having us. So for this episode, um, we're actually celebrating a B Corp month. So it's a B Corp special episode. So can you just share like a quick overview on both of your journeys towards becoming a B Corp certified company, as well as what inspired that decision. So whoever wants to go first. Thanks for thanks for the question. Uh, I think the B Corp journey for us started about two years ago when we found out about this network and we were really impressed about the scale, uh, the international scale of the network, about the very different uh, social impact ventures that were part of it and we were really interested uh, in joining it in order to share experience and learn from each other and really identify some uh, key initiatives. Um, uh, it, it's been a long journey because actually it's quite um, uh, difficult to comply with everything and you need to really take time to review your processes and see how it's aligned with the requirements. Um, but all the questions made sense and uh, I remember that I think after about a year there was a pause on our, on our application because uh, I think the B Corp network was not very familiar with our industry and, and the, the jury really wanted to make sure that they don't accreditate a company that is doing a, a bad or a bad work or, or nothing special. So they, uh, they, they waited for us to get another certification called the IRIS certification from the United Nations. And then uh, once we got that, then it uh, unlocked the situation and we're super happy to be accredited since I think for, for two months already. Yeah, uh, So we are pretty fresh and pretty excited about the journey ahead. Right. Congratulations on that. You know, finally you. getting certified after that arduous process. And Chris, uh, if I'm not wrong, Vitasoy got certified only last month. That's correct. Yes. Yep. So we're very new as well. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, I think from a, a Vitasoy perspective and my own personal perspective, um, it was starting to read about companies like, you know, Unilever, Ben & Jerry, obviously Danone, a lot of these really big food manufacturers. Um, and the fact that they were starting to go down this B Corp path obviously raised a few questions of, of what is this? Why are these guys doing this? Um, so it was probably three or four years ago that this really, I guess, came onto my radar. Um, from a Vitasoy perspective, I think the last seven or eight years, that sustainability has really been on our agenda. So we published you know, our first sustainability report. We really started to go with the mantra of, of what gets measured gets managed uh, and going down that path. We're a publicly listed company in Hong Kong. 
along. So there were some stock exchange requirements that we saw were going to start coming as well around reporting on sustainability. So clearly we got a little bit of emphasis around this and it became a bit more important. As we started to really get excited about it, we, I think we realized how important this was to our consumers. And you know the world changes quickly, which is a good thing and a bad thing, I guess, depending on where you're sitting. But clearly from, from what we're trying to do here, it's a great thing. Um, so as we started to see our sustainability agenda take take form, we started to see a lot more institutional investors get interested in our sustainability agenda, what we were doing. Looking around the world, I think it would be fair to say that Europe and, and North America are much more advanced in this space than what we see in Asia. So we thought it was a really great opportunity to start having a look at what B Corp could mean. So we started to apply for this probably about three years ago. Um, COVID is, as usual, like unfortunately probably slowed us down um, a little bit. But I think the reality was, you know, there were some really tough and challenging um, questions in this and been able to make sure we could really verify what we were doing and being true to it took some time, um, which was, you know, which is a great thing to have happen to us because it, it really, I think, especially from that transparency perspective, um, yeah, re really just made us put a lot of emphasis on how we go about doing this. And it was really something that my team started to take a lot of passion about. They'd never really thought about the transparency of our supply chain, where all our ingredients and our raw materials and our packaging materials come through, let alone is there any you know, sort of child labor involved in these kind of things. So really then forcing our suppliers to step up their game and or changing our suppliers to make sure we could be compliant to this became pretty critical. So yeah, it took a bit of time. Um, we were lucky, I think, in the end, we got a one-day verification uh, which we managed to bring in a lot of people and we had a guy fly over from the US to actually go through this. And it was probably easier having a factory here, being able to walk through and show some of the physical changes that, that have been made. But um, I think like David, it's a great community. We're definitely learning. Um, we, we only really sort of scraped through in terms of getting the certification as well. Um, but very excited to be part of the community, very excited to, to be here today. So thank you very much for the invitation. And uh, I think like David said, you know, we're looking at how we can uh, continue to improve in this space as well. All right. Thanks, uh, David and Chris for sharing that. Um, so as I mentioned, B Corp special episode. So the theme of this year is hashtag we go beyond. So that perfectly encapsulates the ethos of B Corp, which is, you know, going beyond business as usual to create positive impact for the people and also the planet. So, you know, as a fellow B Corp, we know firsthand how challenging it is um, to achieve that certification you shared. Vitasoy took three years. Um, so can you just share, share with us some key initiatives um, that your organization is implementing that truly goes beyond what's expected of businesses, especially for your particular industry? Um, so we're in the recruitment industry and the migrant workers recruitment industry. Um, there are, in many countries, including Hong Kong, including you know the Middle East and uh, a lot of countries in Asia, um, a, a lot of companies that are able to actually um, you know, find candidates, screen candidates, handle all the paperwork and bring uh, workers for companies or families um, and when I discovered the situation of domestic workers in Singapore I think in 2016 um, I, I really thought that um, we had to change a few things uh, first all companies in Singapore charge multiple months of salaries uh, to the domestic workers when they come from abroad. So to be concrete, uh, a woman that comes from Indonesia to work in Singapore as a helper will pay between four and six months 
to the middlemen, to the recruiters um, uh, to get a job. So that means that she's going to work for zero and she will be unable to help and support her family back home uh, for an extended period of time. Uh, so th the first initiative or the, the core principle of We Are Caring um, uh, was and, and still is that it should be entirely free for migrant workers, right? Uh, uh, they may have experienced some um, um, specific situations, but we should not take advantage of that uh, to generate income and, and, and be profitable. So we want to create, like you mentioned, debt-free opportunities. Um, and, and this is what we're doing uh, until now. But we wanted to go beyond that. Um, and we really looked at the journey of these people and ensure that there was no abuse or risk of human traffic on the way uh, regarding, you know, getting the proper documentation, making sure that even in the sourcing country, there are not like subcontractors or anybody who's going to take advantage of them. We did quite an, an extensive work in terms of, of um, implementing, you know, some um, um, checks and controls. Uh, and, um, and we've also worked with I think the only ones who worked on digitalization uh, to the extent that we do, where we try to leverage technology to really implement an, um, an easy way to apply and to, to keep track of, of the hiring journey, but also to empower them. Right? So we, we want to bring them more dignity in the hiring process. And uh, so far it's been, it's been working well. Um, so these are a few initiatives that um, we've implemented. Um, we currently focus on domestic workers, but we are looking at other kind of migrant workers. There are uh, huge problems with the construction industry in, in Singapore. And uh, we believe that some of the initiatives that we took for domestic workers are, are almost uh, being able to duplicate it for this uh, population. Hmm. You mentioned earlier that um, usually they take about, the middleman takes about four to six months of the, months of the salary. So at We Are Caring... Um, what do they have to pay or do they not have to pay? They have to, uh, you know, make a big smile when they arrive in Singapore because they, they don't have to pay anything. Okay, so we're going to pay for any kind of medical checkups, back home uh, training, any transportation, including within the sourcing country, like from Indonesia to go to Jakarta or, uh, or Surabaya. Um, and, uh, but payment isn't, is just one aspect of the ethical hiring. Right? And so, uh, transparency regarding, you know, job offers, job conditions, getting access to help if you are in a, if you are in need of immediate help, um, um, without mentioning specific situations. But uh, we want to make sure that we are easily reachable, that we are, you know, well connected with NGOs and, and the authorities in Singapore to just ensure the well-being of of the worker. Mm. Right, and for you, Chris at Vitasoy, you know, it's a bigger international company how do you balance your commitment to sustainability social responsibility and also with your business goals and financial success that i is, guess that's like a loaded question that's a great question Karen. yeah thank you uh, how much time do you have <laughs> oh look i think um it probably all starts with the fact that we're a very purpose-driven organization um and we're very proud of our sort of plant-based movement um so you know vita so for those who don't know us we are a plant-based beverage producer and also in singapore we manufacture um, a lot of tofu um here so our purpose is all around really how do we make a positive change 
for the world using the power of plant. And, you know, I, I, we're not saying we are the solution, but we can be part of the solution to, to being able to do that. Um, so so that, I think, that, that founding perspective of it's very important. We then, from our sustainability agenda, have always looked at really two things. It's like, are we making the right products? So from a, the beginning, we wanted to make sure that we're providing nutrition to the, to the people that provide this. We want to be able to make sure that our products are, depending on what they are, they're low in fat, they're low in sugar, they're low in sodium. Um, you know, we, so, so we want these products to be healthy. We want people to enjoy them as well. So that's one aspect of it. And I think that the, the, we're very lucky, like our, our current chairman is the son of the founder. So the company's 83 years old. Um, his father started the company really coming out of this post-World War II era, and it was how do you start to provide cheap nutrition um, to people that have been impacted, obviously, by a very tough time through that, um, starting in Hong Kong. So that's really, it's still, it's just driven in our, in our organization. I think then the other side of it is once we've decided we're making the right products is are we making them the right way? Um, and I think this is the area where, um, you know, we've done a lot of work, especially from a Singapore perspective. Um, I know a lot of companies are starting to do this, um, but we, we've already gone down the path, for example, of, of solar panels. So we have our manufacturing facility in Sunoco. Uh, a few years ago, we, we, we made that choice to, to go as much solar as we could do. So we produce about 18% of our own electricity now. So if you had a car running 24 hours a day, we've taken 178 cars off Singapore roads every year by, by doing that right so there's some really nice imagery that you can sort of provoke in, in, in that sense from a financial perspective and balancing in that I think as I said earlier we've seen the way that investors respond to the fact that our company is sustainable they believe in what we're doing um, and they believe that most people know it's the future if, if you're not um, I think it's too late for you to really be able to change and, and, and really be authentic to what you're trying to do. So, so that's really important there. But I think from my perspective as well, we're probably very fortunate because the economics of manufacturing, if we can reduce what we're doing, save us money, which make us more money. So there's a real balance between being able to go into the, the board, for example. If I talk only about sustainability um, without really the cost impact that it's going to have on the business, being able to combine those two makes it very, very powerful. So putting in solar panels, for example, I mean, we reduce our electricity bill by 18%. Obviously, that's good for us as well as the, the environment. We're a very water-intensive um, a manufacturer in terms of tofu and this was an area we spent a lot of time going through the B Corp certification looking at so you know we're really benchmarking ourselves and our water usage for example against what other big tofu manufacturers do across the world but especially in Southeast Asia we have put a lot of reduce reuse recycle initiatives into our factory and we're clearly able to show that downward trend of our water consumption so we're below what we're seeing uh, most other manufacturers uh, do in Southeast Asia, so we're proud of that. But once again, we use less water. PUB can't send me such a big bill, right? So there's some real some real advantage there. So I think, look, from our perspective, as I said, we're lucky. It's, we're purpose-driven. Um, this has become just part of who we are as an organization. And I think my advice to other people looking to start that journey is being able to balance those two things around you know, the financial implications plus your sustainability impact or your environmental impact or whatever it may be that you, you're really choosing to do. Um, and that's how I feel that we've been able to get a lot of support from our board to, to be able to make those changes. Right. I love um, your website and how informative it is because I just went into the sustainability tab and it has the seven SDG impact areas that Vitasaur is supporting and even 
you know, it, it states very clearly what you guys are doing, your your impact management approach. So for you guys out there listening, if you're um, interested to know what Vitasoil is doing, you can just head over to their website. The sustainability tab has everything you need there. Um, thanks, Chris, for sharing. And um, back to David. Um, I'm not sure if you already spoken about this earlier, but just curious to know, you know, um, what sort of inspired you to start this company? I know you mentioned you were here in Singapore. You saw how you know domestic workers were treated. But what was really the push that made you decide to want to do something about it? Um, okay, so I, I um, arrived in Singapore, I think, in 2015. I was uh, completing my MBA uh, at NUS and um, really looking at... Um, how do we take care of elderly people in Singapore? So that in my background, I, I worked on uh, uh, for a couple of years on on elderly care policies and, and innovation, um, and I discovered that all the families hire a domestic worker, and so the way that um, I got into you know concrete insights um, is that I just I just went outside and talking with, talked with people talked with a lot of a lot of domestic workers and they started to share their stories right? and you start to understand that it's just not a, a money issue but it's actually a, a sustainability issue for them because they're the breadwinners of, of their families um, when you discover a topic like this one then you need to make a choice are you going to walk away uh, because you have an MBA, so you're supposed to work in a bank. That's what my parents said. Uh, or are you going to give it a try and, and, and aim to solve the issue? I wasn't married at that time. I had no kids. Um, and so that was probably easier for me to start something. Um, and I just you know, um, uh, decided that the social impact would be the key component. And the challenge would be how to make it sustainable and profitable. Right? Um, turns out it is profitable. It took us like 18 months to be profitable, but we managed to combine together an ethical business model and um, a sustainability. Um, so, so this is how it started. Just, just talking, seeing a topic, and just decided to to jump. Mm, very inspiring, and I, I'm, I'm glad you chose the. I'm glad you chose uh, not to listen to your parents and, and do the... <laughs> I, I usually yeah. always listen to my parents. Uh, I love you guys. <laughs> and um, uh, so, Chris, back to you. Um, you know, in Singapore, we ha- we're about 24 B Corp companies strong as of 2015. I think still 24. Um, so how do you see Vitasoy Singapore... Um, playing a broader role in the B Corp movement here? Like how, uh, is there any plans to col- collaborate with other B Corps? Uh, yep, absolutely, Karen. I think um, um, we, we definitely want to. So it's been great to realize how strong this B Corp community is um, in Singapore. So I think there's there's a couple of things that we're looking forward to being able to do. And I think one of them is I just run a small part of this this big company, Vitasoy, right? So it's only the Singapore and the ASEAN division that's that's been um, been certified. So uh, I get to have that little bit of fun internally of sort of poking and prodding the rest of the group to hurry up and, and, and do it as well. So nothing like a bit of competition uh, within the group. I think more locally, though, we've been um, doing a lot of work or, or starting to look at doing some work with some other B Corps. 
um, and just stealing some ideas that we've seen uh, from around um, the world. So I think one of them um, is around how we can start to work with some of our trade partners like NTUC Fairprice and actually start to drive what B Corp means in terms of like an aisle or um, or a display, for example, where we get other B Corp companies where we can give consumers a real reason why they want to purchase into our brands and, and that they know that we all stand for the same thing. It's something that you know Tesco and, and uh, some of the other companies in the UK are doing quite successfully now. So clearly we need a few more uh, people to come on board so we can make that a bit more enticing. But I think that's, that's one of the initial ideas that we have. Um, I think getting involved in some events as well, really, to be able to to be able to drive this, but making sure that they have scale as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think a lot of the time we get caught up in in doing things which don't necessarily have the impact um, that that we we'd like them to be able to uh, to have. Um, look, and we do work with a lot of you know key opinion leaders in in Singapore. So I think just having this conversation like we're doing today more broadly, and how can we get other people that may not be aware of the B Corp movement, may not be aware um, of companies like myself and, and, and David and all the great work they're doing, how do we start to really be able to build that up? So um, I think those are some of the initial ideas. Like you said, we've been we've been thinking about this now for only a month. <laughs> um, so, you know, we've got a long way to go. Um, there's a lot of passionate people that we're, we're meeting um, through this, um, I guess, connection of being a B Corp. So I just look forward to more ideas and, and starting to bring some of these things to life. Right. Um, so um, anyway, to both of you guys, David and Chris, um, you mentioned earlier, you know, some people probably have not heard of B Corp, um, don't even know it exists. Um, so how do you think your clients and also maybe consumers, uh, how can they support B Corps and help to drive this movement? And what impact do you think this could have on like your broader, on a broader business landscape if, you know, with the support of your, your consumers and clients? Okay, you're right. One of the components of the B Corp uh, certification is regarding the engagement of the different stakeholders. And and for us, that's a very important component. Uh, At the moment, we just got certified um, and we communicated on social network to say, hey, we're B Corp, it's a great achievement and we are super proud to uh, deliver the service in in a proper way. Um, uh, We want to go beyond that uh, because it's important for us that our customers and our communities uh, can be part of the movement and, and can also come up with ideas. At the moment, we're looking at um, uh, launching online communities uh, for the domestic workers as well as the employers that would create a space to, to discuss uh, uh, and to bring ideas to light. Um, we're also looking at the other initiatives from other B Corps, I think creating the conversation is key. Uh, creating the passion and uh, is key as well. And you know, making sure that people can become ambassadors, can get familiar with the B Corp certification, why it matters to them, and, and how they can communicate and share that with their you know neighbors, relation, the communities. Uh, that's key. We're at the very, very beginning of the journey. So I'm going to check out online all the initiatives uh, from B Corps in Singapore and beyond. Um, I do agree with what David said. It's about keeping this conversation going, I think, is is the most important thing. One of the things that I really love about B Corp is it's not just a certification that you achieve. Like it's a, you continually trying to improve yourself. Uh, and I think that 
when, when I take that mindset with the realization of, of this, keep communicating, keep talking about it, it just becomes very topical for everyone in the business. And then whether we're talking to our suppliers or our customers, it becomes part of our values and in, in, in how we do things. Uh, and that will inevitably challenge us and, and make us be better at what we do. Um, so to me, this isn't this, it's about this evolution. It, it's it's a, it's not something we just achieve overnight. It's something we've got to continue to to work out and strive to be better. So, um, yeah, that's that's what I find exciting. Right. Um. Yeah. I think you make a very good point. It's not just um, once you get that certificate certification, it's 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 done. Um. So for B Corp, they reassess you almost every year. So, um, it's a very intensive. You know, for those of you who do not know. Um, intensive checklist of things that you need to achieve to in order to you know regain that certification. So we're really you know inspired to see how both Vitasoy Singapore and also We Are Caring um, are using your business as a force for good and also creating positive impacts in the community. But before we go, um, a last question to both of you: How has being a B Corp changed the way you approach your business strategy and decision making? And also more importantly, what advice would you give to other companies that are considering pursuing the B Corp certification? So I think it's 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 really just a, a summary of everything I said before and, and, and what's really changed for us. It's just it's it's really topical now and we're very aware and more and more people in the organization are aware. Um, having been through the uh, through all the questions, looking at some of the areas that we really got challenged on, um, looking at some areas we know we could we could definitely do better in to get more points. It's just become part of, of how we think, and it's it's a nice certification because it fits into what we're already doing as a as a purpose driven organization with a very strong sustainability agenda. I think in terms of the advice for others is just go and get started, right? I think jump in. The BIA tool is very easy to use. Um, I found everyone that is in either B Lab or existing B Corp companies are so generous with their time. I've met so many amazing people both in Singapore and overseas who are more than happy to jump on a phone call or a Zoom call or whatever and, and, and sort of share their experience. Um, and I think don't be disheartened if you don't get the 80 points first off because it's it's not easy to do right and, and I think um, you know I take my hat off to, to a lot of people in, in, who have been able to achieve this because I really appreciate you know how much time and energy goes into being really able to focus on this um, so I just get started um, I think you'll learn a lot I think you'll realize you're a lot stronger in some areas than you, you thought you were some of it might be quite easy fixes in terms of you know it's just a policy that you might be living but you haven't documented for example um, and it'll make you be better at, at, at what you do. So I would just jump in, get started, pick up the phone, call some people, and I think you, you find it's a very inspiring way um, to, to really get involved in this, this community. So uh, that would be my 10 cents. Good advice, Chris. So just, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> I, I definitely agree uh, with, with Chris. Just do it. Uh, you have this kind of an 80 points threshold. So then when you look at the uh, assessment criteria, you might feel, okay, I'm, I'm falling short on, on quite a number of points. Um, but you should still start because there is actually a um, support network for pending B Corps and, and B Corps that are companies that are not certified yet, but they, they just said, I want to be part of this. And, and you really get the support from uh, B-Labs uh, in Singapore. So it's not a waste of time. And and you 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 learn a new way to develop and, and to enhance your company because once you see 
For example, I hate when I have zero point on something. Like, <laughs> and then I say, okay, we have to do something in this area. I want that point. Uh, and uh, and it really, you know, um, uh, direct. I mean, give you some incentive to move forward on, on different matches that you might have kept um, uh, at the background for for too long, right? Um, uh, definitely, that's that's the 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 only advice that is valuable is just just do it. Yeah. Thank you so much, David, for that, and Chris as well. Um, and thank you so much for joining us today. And as we come to the end of this episode, we'd like to thank you, our listeners, for joining us on this journey of exploring how businesses can make a positive impact on the world. So for more information on how you can get involved and be part of this movement, please visit our website at makethechange.sg. And to know more about B Corp, do head to bcorporation.net. Don't forget to tune in to our next episode of Conversation of Change, where we'll be bringing you more inspiring stories and insightful conversations.